Good morning, I am Jordan Lewis, and here is your new news update. Commander, U.S. Coast Guard Personnel Command 2, Dean, subject orders. Upon relief as Director of Coast Guard Governmental and Public Affairs, report for duty as Commander, 17th Coast Guard District, Juneau, Alaska. A 17th Coast Guard District change of command ceremony was held on Friday at the Alaska Army National Guard Army Aviation Operating Facility. During the ceremony, Rear Admiral Nathan Moore transferred command to Rear Admiral Megan Dean. As District Commander, Dean will be responsible for all Coast Guard operations throughout Alaska, the North Pacific, and the Arctic, which includes protecting life and property, enforcing federal laws and treaties, preserving living marine resources, and promoting national security. Headquartered in Juneau, the 17th District encompasses 3.8 million square miles and over 44,000 miles of shoreline. During an average year, the 2,500 active duty reserve civilian and auxiliary personnel of the 17th District saved 264 lives and assist 636 people. Dean says what she looks forward to the most about serving Alaska. The people, and I don't just mean the Coast Guard people, I mean the community as well. I've already sensed it being here in Juneau. You can read the full story at KINYradio.com. Laura Sika and Luann McVeigh, members of the League of Women Voters, came onto Action Line Friday to discuss how to run for local office. This is what the workshop is for. I've been putting it on for several years now. Um, it was kind of the brainchild of one of the League members, Pat Watt, who had served in office herself years ago, and she felt like... Um, they had done this kind of thing at a league where she had served before, and we were thrilled at the clerk's office to have this suggestion because we had something we'd always wanted to do is to help people kind of prepare their minds for what am I really doing if I run for office and how, how, what's involved, what is the job, uh, how much time am I going to have to devote, what do I need to know. Pre-registration is recommended and required if you want a hard copy of the handouts. This is how you register. The way to, to sign up for that is just to go to junolwv.org and find the Run for Office um, part of the Juno website. 8.45 in the morning to 1.30 p.m. on Saturday, June 24th, and it'll take place in the municipal chambers. And these are the five seats that are open for local candidates. Well, there's three assembly seats that will be open. The area-wide seat, which is currently held by Maria Gladyshevsky. Unfortunately, Maria is termed out. She has served going to be nine full years on the assembly. That's going to be big shoes to fill there. The other seats that are open are the ones held by the District 1 candidate, Alicia Hughes Scandis and the District 2 candidate, Christina Wall, and they're both in their first terms. They're eligible to run again. And District 1 and District 2, there are two positions on the school board. And Alaska State School Board voted unanimously Thursday to advance a proposed regulation that would bar transgender girls from playing on girls' high school sports teams in the state. The vote will open a 30-day public comment period. After that period, the board will consider amending, rejecting, or adopting the proposal. The decision comes amid a nationwide Republican-led movement to restrict transgender rights. Felix Myers, a non-voting student member of the school board, suggested that the board's action was part of that movement. 
Other members of the board rejected that idea, saying that they are worried about the competitiveness in high school sports and believe transgender girls have an advantage. The public comment period for the proposed regulation will open with an official notice is posted online. The board's next scheduled meeting is July 26th. Coming up next on News of the North, the Polynesian Voyaging Society arrived at Akrek on Saturday with their canoe, the Hokulea. And Jeannie Bitts, an artist who grew up in Alaska who now lives in Maui, Hawaii, did the tribal welcome ceremony on Saturday and provided her artistic perspective of the voyage. Those stories next on News of the North. Welcome back to News of the North. I'm Jordan Lewis. A Hawaiian conch shell known as a poo is a large seashell played like a ceremonial fanfare trumpet. It is a call to the divine announcing the official beginning of a sacred ceremony. The Hokulea, the voyaging canoe that revived the lost art of Polynesian voyaging and navigation and sparked a cultural renaissance in Hawaii, is preparing to embark on a four-year circumnavigation of the Pacific. A welcome ceremony was held on Saturday at Akrek to honor her arrival in Juneau ahead of her launch this Thursday. Before arriving in Juneau, the Hokulea stopped at Yakutat, Huna, and Haines to honor elders. Among those recognized at the Juno ceremony were Brian Malott, Ernie Hillman, and Judson Brown. In 1990, under Malott's leadership, the Alaska Heritage Institute gifted two 200-foot Sitka spruce logs to Hawaii to help construct the voyaging canoe Hawaiialoa. Clinkett and Haida, the Alaska and community members gave a warm welcome as Hokulea approached Ock Rex shore. The Hokulea will be docked at Statter Harbor until her launch on Thursday. The crew will host public dockside canoe tours Sunday through Wednesday from 2 to 6 p.m. The global launch will take place on Thursday at 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. at Auk Rec. And Jeannie Bitts is an artist who grew up in Alaska and who now lives in Maui, Hawaii. She attended the tribal welcome ceremony Saturday, and she provided News of the North her artistic perspective of the voyage. Her story is one of healing through art. I was raised in an extreme domestic violence upbringing and background in Petersburg, Alaska, where we lived. And I think that a lot of our, our interactions with our environment is a bit similar to a domestic violence arrangement where we, we don't ask permission. We don't come in to our environment a lot of times. We just take, take, take. There's a lot of that that happens. And I love that about the Hawaiian culture. And it's, it's had its, its growth over the centuries also, where they've had things that they've shifted. But their core of, be, of learning to be at one with the environment is something that I think was absolutely beautiful. And being invited into that, to participate in that, has been very healing. Bits shares Hawaiian symbols she incorporated into her oil paintings. There's a symbol that's the Marquesan cross. is all about being in peace with the elements, being at one with our environment, and finding emotional balance in our environment. And that's what that one symbol encompasses. I just love that. And then there's one, a swirl, but it's a swirl entwined with a couple of other swirls, and that's the Hawaiian symbol for speed. And my daughter and I paddle OC6s, the Hawaiian outrigger voyaging canoes. When you look in the water, and especially when we've paddled in the dark sometimes, and the phosphorescence is lighting up with every stroke, it makes that exact symbol. So the Hawaiian symbol for speed is the exact symbol that's made by each paddle. You can listen to more of her story on KINYradio.com. 
And at about 12.20 p.m. on Sunday, JPD released an update on the motor vehicle crash that occurred Saturday at Egan outbound at Fred Meyer. The first JPD officer who arrived on the scene reported multiple critical injuries and multiple people entrapped in a vehicle. Capital City Fire Rescue personnel were already en route and more apparatus and personnel were dispatched due to the number of patients, the extent of their injuries, and the condition of the vehicles. The 59-year-old driver of a maroon 2004 Dodge truck was declared deceased at the scene. A 52-year-old female passenger was transported by ambulance to BRH. The 37-year-old driver of a blue 1999 Ford van and her two 8-year-old female passengers were also transported to BRH by ambulance. All surviving individuals have been medevaced out of Juneau for advanced medical care. The preliminary investigation by JPD patrol officers and the JPD major incident response team indicates the blue Ford van was driving inbound on Egan Drive, making a left turn toward the Old Dairy Road in the Fred Meyer access area, and the maroon truck was driving outbound prior to the collision. Both vehicles sustained extensive damage and were totaled and impounded. The investigation is ongoing. Never miss a story or a newscast at KINYradio.com. Now you're up to date. I'm Jordan Lewis for News of the North.